Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Winding down. Three hours down to the final one. We're counting it down to LSU and Arkansas today. The battle for the boot in Fayetteville. We're on location at Rouse's 3461 East Causeway Approach in Mandeville. It's Rouse's Taste for the Holidays going on to 4 p.m. here at all of the Rouse's locations, including where we are here in uh, Mandeville. Newly updated wine and spirit department, over 2,000 items just in the wine category alone. Come on out. There's exclusive wines available only at Rouse's locations. LSU and Arkansas this afternoon, T-Bob Bear. We talked a little bit about the LSU offensive line battle, and they're taking on the Arkansas defensive line, in which Arkansas has given up some yards on the ground rushing. But now today, T-Bob, one would think Arkansas is going to do what other teams have done, try and challenge LSU, put some people in the box. We've got to wonder where Danny Etling is after basically last week. Uh, you know, you'd had to have one of them Derek Carr, Dan Marino releases to do do the things that LSU needed to do, complete those passes. Yeah. I'm not sure it's going to be – He's going to be taking on that kind of pressure today, but I'm sure Arkansas is going to try and bring some type of pressure like that to confuse him today as well. One of the big uh, storylines going in last week's game was that pocket passers just can't do it against Alabama. I don't believe that to be true. I just think it's way more of an uphill battle if you're a true pocket passer, and I don't know that Atlean was quite up to that task. Uh, this week, however, though, he is certainly capable of uh, being up to the task of dealing with an Arkansas defense, Deke, that – is not um, certainly not bad through the air, but not great either. They're pretty average as far as their pass defense is concerned, ranked uh, right in the middle of the SEC pack. What I want to see is can the tackles from LSU perform better than they did last year? What was shocking to me is despite the fact that you had Vidal Alexander and Gerald Hawkins, two guys who would go on to get drafted uh, into the NFL, they really struggled against the Hogs, just losing one-on-one blocks, and I mean losing them fast to the point where you had a quarterback that was quite uncomfortable last year in an offense that just completely stalled out and uh, could not move. So, I look, I, I like LSU's offense under Ensminger and O matched up against almost anybody not named Alabama just because. So, I, I like them in today's matchup. I think they'll have success. I don't think they'll have quite the success that they had against an Ole Miss, a Missouri, or a Southern Miss, but they're going to put up um, – it's it's not going to be the last two years against the Hogs where you have not been able to do anything at all. And Etling's going to be what Etling is. He's I, what do we always ask for LSU quarterbacks? Complete sixty percent of your passes, throw for over two hundred yards. Chances are, if you do that, that you're going to have an offense that's clicking. I think he can hit those benchmarks. And then, obviously, most importantly, uh, you get Leonard Fournette and you get Darius Geis going. And once that's all working in unison, and when you're looking at these third and fours, these third and threes, Deke, and you have the ability to either hand it to Fournette or Geis and see if you can power your way or have that lean hit a tight end, hit, hit one of these short routes that besides last week he's proven to be adept at hitting, and you become a team that's much more variable. You become a team that's much tougher to defend. And I think no one's more upset. We talked about it. Uh, since Coach O's taken over, but I don't know if anyone's more upset with the coach change than Brett Bielema because he had 
Les Miles and Cam Cameron in that offensive game, they had them figured out to a T, to a T, where they were basically predicting what LSU was going to do before LSU knew. Well, now all those tendencies are out the window, and Bielema and company only have four games. Or how many games is there now in the Innsminger? Uh, oh, air. It yeah, is four, four right? Yeah, okay. right? So they, right. so they only have four games from which to pull tendencies. Um, what do they like to do on second and ten from their own twenty? What do they like to do on third and short when they're in the uh, opposing team's territory? They don't quite know the answers, and I think that's going to work in LSU's favor. All right, that's T. Bob Baby. I'm Dick Bellavia. It's our weekly conversation with LSU coach Ed Ogeron here on WWL. And welcome back to Sports Talk here on WWL Radio. Our pleasure now to welcome in LSU coach Ed Ogeron. Tigers coming off a loss to Alabama. They will play at Arkansas Saturday night, 6 o'clock here on WWL. Coach O, we always start off your take. You had a chance to look at the game tape. What did you see on that film the other night against Alabama? Yeah, great job by defense. They played for 60 minutes. They played hard to hold Alabama scoreless in the first half like they did. We just missed a couple of tackles on the quarterback runs. I thought Dave Aranda did a great job against Lane Kiffin. On offense, we didn't execute. We didn't play very well. I was really disappointed in our performance. Coach, and that, that's one of the things you talked about last week. You, you felt like it was the key to the game, obviously, were turnovers. You avoided that. And then, of course, execution. When you go back to it, was that the main thing, lack of execution? Yeah, uh, pass protection. Or, even though you know Danny had some guys that were open, didn't get the ball there in time, or they got it there too late. Uh, the run block, it wasn't what we wanted. But, you know, they had a great front seven. It's not an excuse. We just didn't make very, very much many plays. Coach, when you look at back at the tape and you see your team play at that high level for that longer time, uh, what did you learn about these, these young men that maybe you didn't know already? We're just getting started, man. We found a new button. I'm excited about these last three games. I'm excited about going to play Arkansas. These guys found a new button, a way to play. They play tough. They play physical the way the great LSU teams used to play. Visiting with LSU coach Ed Ogeron. The Tigers are at Arkansas Saturday night here on WWL Radio. Coach O, now a special team. You thought that would be a big key. Overall looks pretty good other than one of the fielded punts that was a little bit fielded deep. Your, your, your thought on how your special team performed against Alabama? I, th I thought they won the field position. It started off with a great kickoff. We had five punts inside the 10. Great job. You know, we shouldn't have fielded that ball. That was the mistake that we made, and we had a blocked field goal, which was critical. But overall, I thought we won a special team battle. After a battle like that, Coach, you have to come in and address your team. It's basically you addressing them before and then after. Uh, what what was the mood like and what was your message to your team? How, how, how did they look coming in after being in such a, a tough battle? Well, they had their head down. I told them to put their chest up, big chest of big eyes. They battled their butt off. Uh, I'm proud of the way they played. We didn't execute like we should. It came down to a couple plays at the end. I thought that that night that they weren't that much of a better football team than we were. We were a couple of plays away to keep their head up. We need to bounce back this week. And, Coach, speaking of that, uh, the concern about that, because there's so much buildup to it, there are two weeks into it, a high-level game, prime time for six straight years, other than, I want to say, the BCS or the playoff national championship game, that's been the only game in college football for six straight years that has been in prime time, LSU and Alabama. What, what do you do as a coach? to them to try and, and guard against a letdown or trying to make sure that they try and come out, focus, and practice with as much intensity. It was game five of our new season. we got to treat one game at a time. We need to put it away. we got that 24-hour rule just like the NFL is. We're going to talk about what we did well, what we did wrong, put it away, and we will not talk about game four again. It's going to be about game five. 
Coach, now we move on to the Arkansas Razorbacks, and when, and when you look at the, the way the West has standed out, they've really put it to LSU the last couple of years. This is a matchup that is, features another physical team. They're big up front offensively, and they're coming off a performance in which they really handed it to one of the better defenses in the country in Florida. What, what can you tell us about Arkansas? They're first out big and physical. They run the trap. They run the wham, old-fashioned football. Bellum is a tough football coach. They use their tight ends well, great offensive line. Their quarterback is playing lights out. The running back has over 1,000 yards. It's going to be a tough test. Coach, through, through the games you've been here thus far, you had the three, then you lost to Alabama. Where Where is this team right now, and where do you see them? Where do you want them to go yeah. with these next three tests? I think we're just getting started, really. I think we found some things in Alabama that we can do well, things that we need to fix. We can't take anything lightly. We need to go out there and execute, especially on offense. We need to get our protection down. A quarterback play needs to get better. We need to find a way to give Leonard the ball and let him make plays. Coach, uh, coming into this game, being such physical, any, any injuries? How's your health going into the Arkansas week? I think we're going to be fine. Uh, I will check the injury report today for more, more than uh, likely we're going to be well. Now, when you look at Arkansas's defense, Coach, uh, sometimes they get a bad rap, but last week really putting it to floor, held them to 10 points, and they scored as well. And a pick six that set the tone for that yeah. ball game. So this is a defense that's coming off a good performance as well. Yeah. They had an open date, and I heard they got after a little bit. They made some changes. They got bigger up front, so they're going to be tough to move the ball against. And finally, Coach, when you look at this one, this is a very important game. You have two left in the West and then against Florida, an opportunity to finish real strong in the West with things playing out. Your keys to this game, what are some things you need to do to be successful at Arkansas Saturday night? First of all, go on the road and not let the crowd be a factor. Do a great job on special teams. Take care of the ball on offense. Move the ball like we can. Continue to play great defense. When we do make turnovers, we need to capitalize on them. Coach, and finally, when, when you look back on everything, the, the Tiger Walk, the fans, the campus, uh, game day you were on, it was a big, big day. Uh, taking a look back from the stadium, that Alabama-LSU thing, it was a big day here, wasn't it? Yeah, everything you dream about. It was great. Uh, I was excited to be a Tiger that day. I was disappointed that we couldn't win the game, but I thought our guys made a valiant, valiant effort. And when you go out recruiting, Coach, that's obviously something easy you point to. This is why. You hear coaches say it all the time, this is why you signed at a school, LSU, but that really was. We had a lot of recruits at the game. They enjoyed it. They enjoyed the Tiger Walk. They enjoyed the Tiger Stadium. Enjoy everything about LSU. Coach Ed Orgeron, LSU, on the road this week at Arkansas. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck against Arkansas. Thank you. Go Tigers. All right, coming up, T-Bob Abaz, keys to the game, his prediction. Plus, we'll visit with Trey Biddy of hogsports.com to get his take on how Arkansas has pretty much dominated LSU the last couple of years. Will that continue tonight, or can LSU take back the boot? We're on location, counting you down to LSU and Arkansas at Rouse's, 3461 East Causeway Approach in Mandeville. It's the taste for the holidays at all Rouse's to 4 p.m. this evening at your Rouse's location. This is WWL. This season is vastly approaching, and the one stop you want to make is at Rouse's. All your Rouse's locations have everything you need for this holiday season extensive wines and yeah. cheeses we are on location here at the mandeville location 3461 east causeway approach it's a taste for the holidays come on out and get everything for thanksgiving at any of your rouse's locations where the taste for the holidays continues till four o'clock this afternoon it's rolling out here it is rolling speaking of rolling the hogs are rolling to this game at six and three a good shot down the stretch to try and finish up strong and continue moving in the right direction on the fourth year coach brett bielema trey biddy all things Arkansas of Hog Sports. That's H A W G Sports.com. Joins us now. And Trey, here we go again LSU and Arkansas. And it's going to be interesting to see just the, uh, the body language, how LSU looks 
under a different coach, a coach that's known for being more vocal, more enthusiastic than they have the last few seasons because they, they really haven't come out and uh, taken – I don't think they've taken this rivalry as serious as Arkansas has. Yeah, that, that seems to be what a lot of people say. I mean, this year there's no excuse for that. I mean, you yeah. you got to get up for this game. LSU's lost to Arkansas two years in a row. Probably should have been three years in a row. Yep. Uh, but they need to get up for this game. I hear that stuff all the time. The Golden Boot Trophy doesn't mean as much to the LSU players. A win is a win. A loss yeah. is a loss. It better start to mean something to LSU. And, and I think Ed Orgeron is the type of coach to, to definitely get that message through to LSU. I don't think that'll be an issue this year. Uh, there's a lot of momentum-type things to play for in this game. LSU not wanting to go over three against Arkansas, uh, you know, improving bowl possibilities. There's plenty to play for. And for Arkansas, yeah. you have 19 seniors on this team that this is the group of seniors over two classes, red shirts and, and true freshmen, uh, who came in under John L. Smith when they thought they were about to come in and play under Bobby Petrino, who's just coming off 11-win season, number five national ranking. And they, they come in amid the scandal. They endure a four-win season uh, under John Hill Smith and then a three-win season in their first year under Brett Bielema. This is the group of seniors that went through all this and they're responsible for building back the program. It's a large senior class of 19 players playing their last game in Razorback Stadium. And the other thing for Arkansas, there's three starters on defense from Louisiana, uh, including one uh, – or not including one. There's another one in McDelvin Aguim who was uh, right on the border, Arkansas-Louisiana border. Um, so that's going to be a factor, too, uh, I, I think, uh, for guys to, to get up for LSU from Arkansas. And, and of course, we know what LSU uh, has on their plate. And it's, uh, it's, it's interesting, Trey, because you mentioned the large senior class that Arkansas has. However, at some positions, whether it's uh, the offensive line uh, in that mm -hmm. offensive backfield, there is – uh, some youth there, like some, it, it, yeah. it's a group that you're really looking forward to watching develop over the future. Well, how much of a boon do you think it would be for Arkansas to win this game for those guys moving forward, for just showing those guys and really making a statement that this is a series that these last two years, last three years, really was not a fluke. It's kind of the new order of things here in the SEC West. Yeah, you know – Arkansas, as a program, doesn't really tend to get a whole lot of respect. I mean, it seems like if they beat somebody, then they were overrated. I mean, Ole Miss yeah. was called the, the, the best two-loss team in the country, and then Arkansas beats them, and, oh, they're not that good. <laughs> Florida was ranked number 9, 10, 11 in the country. You know, and, and people had skepticism because they hadn't played a lot of ranked teams. But, I mean, you still look at that defense, and it's loaded with four- and five-star players in every single position. But Florida's not that good. Arkansas beat them. Florida's not that good. Um, every single game Arkansas has played, this will be their seventh Power Five conference opponent, Whoa. including TCU and then all SEC teams. Every game the opponent has been ranked, and every game Arkansas has been an underdog in all seven games. Wow. So you talk shocking. about, yeah, you talk about, um, you know, motivations, reason to play good, things moving forward. It's all of that stuff. Arkansas, as a program, has not gotten very much respect this year despite being 6-3 and three and only losing to top 10 opponents. Yeah, and we talked about it earlier today. Uh, have now won 12 of the last 16, which is second only to Alabama uh, yeah. during that stretch. And, uh, and still favored to lose all those games. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. It's, I didn't even know that. And, uh, and Trey, when, when, what's interesting to me is, so this week rolls around, start studying Arkansas, you start looking at the numbers a bit. What I expected to find uh, is a team that loved to run the ball, and that's where they excelled, and then maybe they were going to supplement that running game with a passing game. However, it's been a bit of an odd tale this year. The Arkansas yeah. 
the aerial attack. Pigs are quite literally flying in Fayetteville this mm-hmm. year, Trey. How has Austin Allen and this offense, really, I guess, the, the coaching staff, how have they managed to adapt and turn the Razorbacks into a not just viable but a really good passing side? I mean, Austin Allen is the top-rated quarterback in the SEC right now. Yeah, well, I think he's second right now, Sean White, who doesn't have a lot of attempts. Well, I, did, I, I, like I don't that, count Sean but, White because he hasn't yeah. played as much. Yeah, yeah. Austin, uh, Austin's a, a pretty interesting story, and 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 it really started last year when they brought Danny Notan from. He was a Central Michigan head coach, and Arkansas hired him as offensive coordinator. He wasn't fired or anything. Arkansas just brought him in uh, yeah. from that job, and you know, Austin, uh, Brandon Allen was the highest-rated quarterback in the country last year. And threw for well over 3,000 yards. Uh, so it really started last year when Arkansas See, started. See, I knew Brandon you know, Allen was just, good. I did, I don't, I did yeah. not know that he was that good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, depending on which rate, there's two different types of ratings. He's number one in one and number two in the other one nationally wow. last year. Um, and, and Austin had the benefit to, to be brought up a lot differently. Brandon had four different coordinators at Arkansas. He went through, mm-hmm. you know, he was thrown into the Alabama game as a freshman, and they lost 52 to nothing. You know, he, this is a guy that was scarred. And, and really had to come back from that. Austin has been brought along very slowly, never put in a position uh, where he would fail. You know, they, they definitely handled him the right way. And at the same time, he got to watch his older brother go through it for three years of being the starting quarterback at Arkansas. And I think all of that just kind of built what we see now with Austin Allen. And, and he's been very efficient. He's been very good. Last game was probably his worst game out, um, coming off a of bye and coming off a bit of a knee injury. So, uh, he'll be looking to bounce back and have a better game this week. But, yeah, you're right. The turnaround has been uh, the change from Arkansas just being known as a running team to definitely a more balanced team last week. And I think there's 243 passing yards, 223 rushing. That's wow. about where Arkansas wants to be. Yeah. All right, that's Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. Hang tight, Trey. We'll come right back to you and get your thoughts, your prediction on today's game. But first, a uh, CBS News update with the Columbia Broadcasting System. Revisiting with Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. Trey, Arkansas and LSU, the battle for the boot. Brett Bielema and Arkansas basically just runners up to Alabama the last couple of years. Of course, split with Auburn. Really much have owned Ole Miss and LSU in each of the last two seasons. Done extremely well. They're trying to finish out strong. And, uh, you know, if they can get this one tonight, they got a good shot to run the table and get to a bowl and get double-digit wins. Point everybody mm-hmm. in the right direction who wants to get the latest on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yeah, HAWGsports.com, part of the Rivals.com network. We've been doing this for almost 14 years now, covering Arkansas Rivals, and uh, we would love for anybody to give us a shot, try our other coverage, and uh, recruiting season is right around the corner, and nobody does it like us. Trey, LSU and Arkansas, the battle for the boot. Your take, how's this one going to go? How's this going to shake out this afternoon? I really think it's a toss-up game. I actually picked LSU 24-20. My preseason predictions are 100% accurate so far. So it's hard to go against that, Trey. (laughs) (laughs) This first time that's probably ever happened. But I've just kind of been rolling with that. And in the preseason, I picked uh, Arkansas to finish 8-4-4-4 and to lose to LSU. So I'm I'm going with LSU because of that. But I think it's it's going to be a game that comes down to the very end. I think both teams are going to be extremely motivated for this one. And uh, it's going to be a tight physical battle. So really looking forward to tonight's game. It's going to be a little chilly. Probably be down to about 41, 43 degrees is what they're expecting by the time the game's over. Uh, I don't think that that's going to be a benefit for Arkansas or LSU. People always talk about playing Florida teams and LSU in colder weather as an advantage. But it's been so unseasonably warm up here the, mm-hmm. the whole time. I think it's going to be probably a negative for both teams if it's cold. And, Trey, how can people keep up with you on Twitter? 
Yeah, it's at Trey Biddy, T-R-E-Y-B-I-D-D-Y, certainly a unique name. Um, but uh, we, we definitely uh, keep people updated on Twitter also. Trey Biddy. Trey, as always, my man, thank you so much for the time, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, love being on with you guys. Thanks. All right, All right Trey, Trey take Biddy it easy, of man. Hog Sports. Take a time That's kind of interesting about the weather, D. Yeah. So, Trey, Trey seems to think that since it's been so warm in Fayetteville anyway this year that yeah. the cold weather might actually be uh, – bit of a negative on both would not I, have thought that, that's a good point because of, you know we had the hot, hottest october we've ever had you know we've now had every month this year has been the hottest month we've ever had i think save for one yep all right we'll take a break we'll come back we'll get t bob's keys to today's game as i question him on his keys and his thoughts his prediction and plus brian lazar joins us from tigerbait.com senior analyst and we'll have our game preview, Arkansas and LSU. Come on out and join us. We're at Rouse's. Go to any Rouse's location, folks, for the taste for the holidays. Today till 4 p.m., come get everything you need for Thanksgiving. And I mean absolutely everything. And check out the over 2,000 items they have just in the wine category alone. It's Rouse's, where the best chefs and cooks shop at Rouse's. We'll continue here on WWL. Senior writer at TigerBait.com, Brian Lazar, is here with us now. Brian, LSU and Arkansas, a game that has not uh, been a good one for LSU the last three seasons, although they did win uh, three years ago. The last two have really been dominated by Arkansas. Uh, your thoughts on this game and the whole mindset of LSU after last week? Well, I think that's going to be the whole key to the game, what LSU's mental approach is going into it tonight. Look, Arkansas is not the type of team that you want to play after you have a tough game against Alabama because Arkansas is going to be physical. Uh, they play with a toughness about themselves. That's how Brett Bielema coaches his team. Uh, you're going on the road this year. The temperature is going to be a little bit cooler, though not as cold as some of the LSU players are making it out to be. And, uh, you know, Arkansas is coming off a big win. And we all know Arkansas treats this game uh, usually with a, more of a sense of urgency than LSU does. Uh, I told somebody earlier this week, look, Arkansas can finish 9-3. and three. LSU can finish 8-3. and three. A 9-3 and three season for Arkansas means a lot, lot more to its players than an 8-3 and three season means to the LSU players. So it, it, it's all about mindset. If you tell me that LSU is going to come out there tonight and, and – be sharp. Now, I'm not, you know, I don't think anybody expects them to be like they were last week, but, if, you know, just, you know, have some type of, of, you know, very good focus, and I think LSU can win, but I don't think anybody knows uh, how they're going to come out tonight. Yeah, and kind of what's interesting about the, the records you were mentioning is it's kind of, it's been par for the course for LSU at this point, so... I mean, I, I know, I know, Tiger fans aren't happy, but they need this win. They need to try to win ten games and establish some confidence going forward. Now, uh, Brian, who will be playing tackle for LSU going into tonight? I mean, offensive tackle. This is a position last year that was exposed by the Razorbacks. Gerald Hawkins and uh, Vidal Alexander really struggled in this matchup, and uh, there's been some injury concerns, especially at right tackle. Yeah, I'm guessing that Toby Weathersby is going to start tonight, but I'm sure we'll see Maya Tehum in there also. I mean, it all depends upon K.J. Malone's health. Now, uh, you know, he, he said earlier this week that he thought he would be able to play this week, so I'm sure that if he starts or he's healthy, he'll start at left tackle, and I'm going to guess that Weathersby has started right tackle. Now, if Malone is not totally healthy, they may go like they did in the second half against Alabama and have Tehum at left tackle and Weathersby at right tackle. So, I guess that the health of Malone is the biggest thing to determine how they'll line up at the, at the two outside spots tonight. 
Brian, give us your prediction, LSU and Arkansas. Well, if at, at the start of the year, I thought when LSU hit this November stretch, I thought Arkansas and Texas A&M were going to be two tough game, road games for them. I thought they would win one and lose one. Back then, I thought the win would come against uh, Arkansas and the loss to A&M. Right now, I'm switching a little bit just because of the uh, the circumstances surrounding the seasons for, for everybody. So I, I think uh, LSU will beat A&M, but I, I have them losing to Arkansas tonight, uh, 21-17. Brian Lazar, senior writer at TigerBay.com at B-L-D-O-R, B-L-D-O-R-E on Twitter. Brian, thank you so much for the time. Okay, talk to you guys later. All right, we'll take our final timeout. When we come back, I grill T-Bob Bear on his keys to today's game, his top three keys, his prediction, and our game preview with Mark Menard. Come on out to Rouse's, any Rouse's location. It's a taste for the holidays. you got about 15 more minutes, but you can always come to any of the Rouse's locations all the time for the best price, best product. Of course, always great things. And check out the new extensive wine departments. And to taste for the holidays, mm. just in time for Thanksgiving, let Rouse's take care of you and your family for the holidays. We'll come back with T-Bob's Keys here, counting you down to LSU and Arkansas on WWL. All right, counting you down to LSU and Arkansas. Thanks so much to everybody out at all the Rouse's locations here in Mandeville, 3461 East Causeway Approach. Before I get T-Bob his top three keys to today's game, we have our game preview, Arkansas and LSU. Here's Mark Menard. LSU had been on a roll since handing Les Miles his pink slip and handing the team over to interim coach Ed Orgeron. Coach O had led the Tigers on a three-game winning streak and seemed to spark new life into a stagnant offense. Ranked 13th in the first college football playoff rankings of the year, hope bloomed anew in Baton Rouge that the Bayou Bengals could make a play for the Final Four. Just as in the previous five seasons when the LSU faithful began to take heart and grow excited about prospects of championships, Alabama happened. Nick Saban once again ripped the heart out of the fans who once cheered him with a sixth straight win over the Tigers, despite a valiant effort from the purple and gold defense. LSU kept the Crimson Tide off the scoreboard for three quarters before finally giving up a Jalen Hurts touchdown in the fourth. Meanwhile, that spark on offense the Tigers had found was extinguished as the Tigers were shut out on their own field in a 10-0 loss that seemed to leave both sides battered and beaten. With their win streak halted, now comes the true test for Coach O and his staff. How will they handle adversity? In previous years, LSU has multiplied the damage of a loss to the Tide by coming out the following week still looking worn out. Recently, the beneficiary of the Bama beatdown has been Arkansas, and the Razorbacks are licking their chops to capitalize again this season. The Hawks crashed the playoff rankings this week on the strength of a blowout win over Florida, and Coach Brett Bielema has quite obviously turned the program around. They sit at 6-3 on the season, with all three losses coming at the hands of teams currently ranked in the top 10, including number 1 Alabama, who they managed to hang 30 points on in a defeat. That means that LSU can ill afford to succumb to their annual Alabama fatigue as they head into hostile territory against a team who's had their number the past two straight seasons. It's the number 24 LSU Tigers in Fayetteville against the number 25 Arkansas Razorbacks coming up right here on WWL. I'm Mark Menard, WWL Sports. All right, Mark, thank you very much. He has played in this rivalry. He knows what the Battle of the Boot is about. He's been on both sides, good and bad. Now time for his keys to today's game, T-Bob Abey. T-Bob, as we have hit on extensively earlier, I would imagine we'll start off front. Who controls the line of scrimmage? Yeah, and, and when, when you talk about keys, Deke, um, this is not a week where it's too creative. This is not a week mm -hmm. where it's too out of the ordinary. In fact, it's almost identical to last week as far as what LSU wants to do defensively. 
They want to win on first down. Arkansas, the main stat that you hit on, Deke, that I think you were spot on is time of possession. Mm-hmm. They've led the SEC three years in a row, lead the nation lead this the nation. year. When they have 40 minutes, they're undefeated under Brett Bielema. So they have been spectacular. Well, how do you stop a team from controlling the ball? You force them into second and long. You force them into third and long. When you're in those situations, you 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 will struggle to extend drives. So I like LSU's matchup in that standpoint because I really I'm a believer in Dave Aranda and this LSU defense as one of the premier units in the country. If if they can emulate uh, the performance that they put together last week. And then LSU is going to be just fine defensively. As far as the Tigers' offensive line against Arkansas's defensive line, while Arkansas defensively, they don't look great statistically, uh, certainly not defending the run. I think they're ninth or 10th in the SEC. But the problem with all these numbers and the problems of talking about this, Deke, is that it's not, while it's different, it's not so different from the last couple of years where the stats weren't that good. You weren't expecting Arkansas's front seven to come out dominant. I think last year, this is a front seven that had seven sacks in the year, and then they got three against LSU. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm a bit hesitant to just go by the numbers predicting this matchup, which is where I, I have to believe that if I'm Brent Grimes, if I'm Grimes, the LSU offensive line coach, and I'm and I'm the LSU offensive line, I'm remembering what this side did to us last year. How out of nowhere it was, how embarrassing it was, and how. It really cost us the game as the offense couldn't move the ball for two years in a row, mm-hmm. three years really. This LSU offense has been wholly ineffectual against the Razorbacks, and it starts with the O-line losing to Arkansas' front seven. So I still like this group from the from in the purple and gold. I believe them to be capable of handling that front seven. And I'm not in love with Arkansas' front seven, but just know LSU fans out there that this game – this rivalry has a weird way of throwing numbers out the window. Well, do a little different than the norm, T. Bob. Something we haven't seen in quite some time. Not not just a return for a score, but just a good return. Give this offense a short field to work with, something yep. like that. They're due for one, T. Bob, and they've got the game breakers. We haven't seen it though. We they need they're due for a good return. Yeah, and and so often uh, I tend to ignore special teams, and it, it LSU's improved in that regard. And in a game like this, where I fully expect it to be close, I'm not someone who thinks. This is going to be a blow, and I've been uh, I've been a part of so many of these games that you know how critical field position becomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how critical being able to convert your field goals mm-hmm. becomes. So uh, the kicking game will play a crucial role tonight, just in setting up scores, like you said, Deke. And when you look for these games to be close, is completely that that is right in line for this series. Eight of the last eleven matchups have been decided by one score of le- or less. And in two of the three that haven't, it was Arkansas who dominated. So for all of LSU's talk of being above it or not on the same level, like that is just simply not the case. And when you look at it on balance, just in terms of wins and losses and numbers and where you're at these last couple of years, you look at two programs that if you didn't know the history, if you didn't know the mindsets that each kind of views themselves in, these are two programs that look directly on par with one another and LSU has to we got to get back the golden boot you, you, you take it away it's it's I whatever Tiger fans may want to overlook it to me it is a token of regional dominance it shows that you still are the power uh the the, the main power of this area of the boot and for too long the Razorbacks have uh held it in front of their building displayed it in prominence just like you would in ancient battle when you might 
take the uh, you might take the opposing civilization's trophy of their god and you hold it up and say, "Look, we are now kings of these people." That's what the Razorbacks have done to LSU lately. All right, T. Bob, here we go. LSU is a seven-point favorite. They've been outscored the last two years, forty-eight to seventeen, forty-eight to fourteen. Your prediction, LSU and Arkansas. I actually, despite how positive I feel about the direction of this Arkansas program, what Brett Bielema has done, and and I do, I'm very intrigued to see where this goes in the future. I still like LSU this year. I don't know about next year, but I like him this year because I still think that this is LSU's most talented team they've had in a couple years, and I think it's their most talented team that they will have for a few years. It's going to get a bit dark after this year for a while, and when you're looking at – the key advantage that I'm lining up on, that I'm banking on being the difference for LSU, it's the coaching change. Brett Bielema had less Miles figured out. He knew what Miles wanted to do before Miles knew what he wanted to do. Coach O not only and Coach Isbinger not only bring different tendencies, different game planning, but maybe most importantly, Coach O's greatest strength is that of a motivator. And although I don't put as much stock into it as most do, there has definitely been an Alabama hangover or however you want to say it, for the last few years. And there might be no one better suited to stopping that from taking place again than that of Coach Ogeron. So I think that coaching change makes a difference in the end. I like LSU. I would take Arkansas with the points because I like LSU somewhere along 24-20, 21-20. Look, the recent history of this series says it's going to be close. It's in Fayetteville. The pig suey chants are going to be crazy. They're going to be going on throughout the game. Uh, but I think the Tigers managed to right the ship and uh, squeak by in the end. All right. That is T-Bob Aber at T-Bob 53. Boy, we've had a great time, as we always do, at Rouse's. Thanks so much to all the Rouse's group, the Rouse's family, of course, the lovely Marcy Nathan for taking care of us here on Woo. location in Mandeville. And back home at the mothership down on Padres, we certainly want to thank Dave Potter, Manning Master Control Engineering Studio, and Don Ames on the news, and our on-site engineer, Mr. Dominic Mitchum. For T-Bob Aber, I'm Deke Bellavia. It's now LSU pregame show. The Tigers and Arkansas, a 610 kickoff. He's T Bob Amdeek. We'll talk to you tomorrow when we get set for the Saints and the Broncos. This is WWL. Good evening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.